Those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. This is Success with Srini. If it's professional growth, personal growth, financial growth, or relationship growth, we're talking about it. One show, one topic. Diving in deep with practical and useful insights that will change and transform your life. Welcome to Success with Srini. And now your host, Srini Sarapalli. Welcome back to Success with Srini. Today's podcast episode is a little different, very unique in the sense that a listener of this podcast asked me a question, sent me an email and asked me a question. So I am attempting to answer the question. I'll record this and I'm going to send this to them. If they like it, then I'm going to publish this as a podcast. If not, then this is not a podcast. As simple as that. Okay. But I'm going to speak as if I'm talking to the podcast. I'm talking to all of you. That's how I'm going to address. So let's go to the question first. The question is, hi, Srini, I hope you're doing well. I have a question for you and would appreciate your insight on this. What is the best way to keep the financial independence in a married relationship? Is it okay to keep our finances separate? I realize that the main problem in some relationships is probably money. It may be possible that one person feels that they are being controlled by their significant other. It causes frustration and gives a feeling for being imprisoned. It also restricts the ability to take risks and explore various career opportunities. I thought to ask you this question because I know that your insight will be very helpful. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for asking this question. And let me make an attempt to answer this. Let's see. Now, every time a question like this comes in, any question can be answered from different dimensions. I can take a social dimension on this and answer this socially. I can also answer this religiously, philosophically, spiritually, culturally, and also personally. Different dimensions. And it's very hard to, to kind of retrofit an answer in a way because if I take one dimension, I'll, I'm going to miss out on the other dimensions. But it's very difficult for me to pick one and make you listen to it as if this is the only answer. It's hard. That's why podcast is a great way to have a communication when it's a two-way communication. And we are actually working right now to make it a two-way rather than a one-way thing. Today, I ask people to call me and leave me a message or email me with their questions. But then going forward... We're trying to see if we can make it a real-time thing. So, let's get into this. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to first take a personal stand on this. So, if I wake up in your shows tomorrow, and if I'm going through this, how would I answer this question? Well, it turns out that this happened to me personally, many, many years ago. Uh, we had a joint account, and I had an account. I got married, added my wife to the account. And all the money was coming into the account and I was the guy who was spending. Literally. Well, when I was asked multiple times, hey, are you spending all this money? And my, you know, my ego is, no, no, it all makes sense. But then I was. You see, spend happens unknowingly. And I had no control on my 
and didn't have any budgets i didn't have any planning none of that stuff so money was coming in and i was just freely spending the money most of the money was going into business and so called business was not generating any return right so there's nothing for me to show this was a primary contention very early on so a few years into this we made a choice to separate accounts we separated the accounts and it's not that i ever stopped asking her money and uh, it's not that she stopped giving me money <laughs> it's just that she used to write a check now so from her side she had visibility on what checks she was writing to me so she felt in control see it's not about my behavior even though my behavior is question was questionable but it was more about lack of transparency from my side and accountability from my side which was creating the discomfort in the relationship so knowing what i know now i would highly suggest separating accounts if one partner is feeling constrained it's better to separate the accounts and this is also this is my experience this also makes culturally and socially appropriate in the sense that we are in times where we are advocating for equal rights and everybody should have equal rights everything and the pursuit that we have got going is that we need to not only feel independent but also feel financially independent financial independence is one of the pillars of independence and we are also seeking autonomy we are also seeking a whole pyramid of things in in our existence today which was not the case back in the day today we are in symmetric relationships so anything i do my spouse could do anything you do your spouse could do and there's no difference it's in a good way and i also made a point long time ago and if specifically within the south asian context you know i'm born and raised in india people who are born in 50s 60s men who are born in 50s 60s and 70s i think this holds true everywhere in the world they have really not progressed as much in the sense that they still behave and act as if they're they are the children of their parents and i'm born in the time frame so so i have not grown as much but women in the last 100 years have come a long way which men cannot see it's a it's a weird dynamic men women have come a long way men have not men are still stuck in the 60s and 70s and 80s so that evolution has not happened and there is a level of uh, you know understanding that has to happen and there's some growth has to happen within that space collectively um, as a as a humanity we have to grow so that part is there so back in the day if i go and i talked about this multiple times too you know my parents i look at them and all it was all complementary relationships what my mother did could she couldn't do outside the house what my father did outside the house he could not do inside the house and all that is very back in the day it all worked out that way but today socially culturally we are in a symmetric dynamic when it comes to relationships and in that symmetry everything should be symmetric so the accounts you need to if you have control on the income you need to have the control on the budgets and the spend and all that you could have different opinions as a couple collectively what you need to spend on 
and how you need to spend on and how do you want to invest and all that could be a collective decision but then there has to be individual control on the money that's coming in based on what i see now now if you go back little bit spiritually religiously and you take up this question depending upon which every spiritual book or religious book has addressed this question this question has been addressed in um, quran and sunna this question has been addressed tarva veda if you study vedas this question has been addressed in the bible also and again different ways to address this but this has been addressed this question you know what happens to a woman's income what happens to a man's income and all that and specifically in quoting from bible you know when two people come together to get married two become one two souls become one soul so all the pain all the all the happiness all the glory all the misery all the pains all the suffering of yours becomes mine mine becomes yours together we are couple so that's the the gist of the story so there shouldn't be two accounts technically speaking if you just follow by the rule there should be one account again different angles to this question different dimensions to this i believe the way i understood studying quran is that a man has no right to a woman's income a woman can choose to give that to a man but a man has no right to a woman's income and then there is no reference to a woman's income in rigveda but there are some references on atharva veda i need to do some research on this myself but then there isn't much uh, going there uh, you know specifically talking about how the money to be distributed and all those things but there is a reference to this spiritually and religiously and this is this has been addressed in different scriptures socially culturally and where we live today based on today's context and the situations that we are dealing with today financial control is an important part and, and when couples do consult with me i tell them that that's what uh, you know it's what it is it's what it is now you can have a joint account where you put in some money for a specific thing then it's a different equation altogether sometimes individual accounts sometimes maybe one or two joint accounts all those things you can structure it differently but then this it is what it is i hope i answered your question and i told you exactly where i stand with it personally and based on my understanding of what reading a few scriptures what i understood there could be some gaps in my understanding but the more i work with people the more i see that that control is important for them and i'm taking today's context as the context rather than context that have been defined by my parents 30 40 50 years ago that's all hopefully this is helpful if it is let me know thank you you've been listening to success with srini Srini is committed to changing and transforming your life whether it's professional growth, personal growth, financial growth or relationship growth. Srini has positively touched the lives of over 1 million people through his seminars, webinars, workshops and radio shows. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate and review. 
and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit up the YouTube channel at Success with Srini and the website at www.srinisarapalli.com. Remember, improvement begins with I. See you next time on Success with Srini.